Austria. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Gentlemen, welcome to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, the premier podcast about wrestling and all things of the sort. Body slams, choke slams, something other slams, sidewalk slams, all the slams. We're slamming them. This is why you don't let me do the intro, because I go off on a tangent first thing, but we are here. Just for a regular show, a normal show, so to speak, as normal as we could possibly make it, with us. Our executive director, producer, janitor, custodial, extraordinaire, Bill Fry. Welcome, Bill. What's up? Now, we've all admittedly come to the conclusion before we started this that we haven't been fully tapped into the current product of professional wrestling right now. So, you may be wondering, you're, how are they going to put on a wrestling podcast? If it's your first time listening, let us assure you that we are really good at bullshitting about wrestling. And those that have listened and watched numerous times, you know that this is going to be nothing less than obnoxious. So, with that being said, Larry, you're up. <laughs> I was going to say, it took two minutes before I even had to speak. And this is the guy that didn't want to talk the whole time. I know, I gotta put it out there. <laughs> I was so, about to say, he was talking about riling him up, and he riled himself up exactly. for the intro. That's okay, though. I'm good at what I do. I already told this. I already let everyone know that we're really good at this. So, we'll start where the releases are. And WWE released another 14 people this week. Uh, some pretty surprising names, just like it always is. And uh, you have a Tyler Breeze and a Fandango, of course. Uh, for us, personally, and Joe's wearing this shirt, uh, August Gray, a.k.a. Anthony Green, uh, got cut, which is, I think, a big loss to WWE. Um, but Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah. I was thinking about this on my way over, mm -hmm. and I could see them doing this with August Gray, a.k.a. Anthony Green, and because of his character and kind of like how... I could see them turning him into the next uh, Adam Rose or fucking... Uh, who was the other dude? Uh, Jose? No, 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 yeah, way, no Jose. way Jose, yes. I could see him like, walking that line of where they just make him a complete joke, yeah, yeah, full and, gimmick, he yeah. and he never wins or does anything of value. So I'm kind of okay. I'm okay with the releases. Not so much in a, like, look, they lost their job. It sucks, but Obviously. I feel like all I feel like we're getting lucky. For those that watch the independents or any other non-WWE wrestling, I feel like we're getting lucky, and we're getting gifted, like, top-tier independent talent on these shows that could potentially show up mm -hmm. and there's probably going to be some that'll show up even in impact which could be a swing because impact doesn't have me right now it doesn't have you right now yep. bill do i speak for you as well it doesn't have you yeah. right now i feel like that whole kenny omega thing kind of like popped quick and then faded and fizzled that was and a big roller coaster right to the top 
dropped down and never came back but, up. But but that's the thing but is that for it's us, still going. Yeah, it's still going. The the next big match is Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega. I mean, it's still going on. It's just it lost us immediately. It did immediately. It, it really did. It. I'm I'm honestly just pissed off at WWE for screwing up my prediction because hmm. I totally had Samoa Joe going back to Impact. It's a challenge, Kenny Omega, and then all of a sudden he shows up on NXT again. Well, look, Hunter knows when people are valuable and people he doesn't want to lose. Obviously, Joe is one of those people. And true, and I get that. But honestly, in the case of someone like August Gray, Anthony Green, I think a lot of this is basically them going, hey, nobody watches 205 Live. Uh, let's get rid of that. Yeah, the what, whole roster. What, what do they even have it? They have it on Hulu, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's your. They, they wipe, don't even have it on your network. They Who wipe knows? out as much as they can at two hundred five live. Pretty and much all of them. Obviously, the cruiserweight title is being featured recently with Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida as a main event mm-hmm. on NXT. I mean, it's you know they had um, like the ladder match recently to yes. crown the new cruiserweight champion, the mm-hmm. true cruiserweight champion. And then to put it on Kushida, who they've been strapping a rocket to, I think they're going to move the 205 live guys that they want to move over to NXT to feature the cruiserweight belt. And then people like, I mean, they, Brian Kendrick is still listed as a 205 live wrestler, but he's producing for SmackDown. Yeah. So at this point, it's just getting rid of 205 Live and then trimming the fat. Now, in this instance, the one that I am pissed off most about is Tyler Breeze. But that's because the only thing WWE related that I consistently watch is Up, Up, Down, Down. Okay. And Uno every week on Wednesdays, Battle of the Brands on Thursdays. He's featured in, I think somebody did a count, and he's featured in 95% of the videos. Yeah, but I think that that's occurred oh, in the wait, past that, two years. Because Up, Up, Down, Down is owned by WWE, correct? Yes. Yeah. So he probably, I mean, contractually, now, will he be allowed to, or can he still do that? Now, here's the thing. So Jessamine Duke got released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's still appearing on the BRE start sections of it. She was, has a contract for content creator hmm. under Up, Up, Down, Down. So theoretically, Tyler Breeze could still appear. but Pro- Probably until he signs somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is that once he does sign somewhere else, or he may not, what a lot of people don't realize is Tyler Breeze may not wrestle. I was watching his Twitch stream where he's he got, did... He, he's got a school, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's him got and uh, fl- Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Flatbacks Wrestling. Yes. Um, Now, not only that, but he's also really into real estate. Like, hmm. owns multiple houses in the Tampa area that he could reliably do real estate and flatbacks and be able to continue his life as he knows it hmm. um so he doesn't need to wrestle again and he made that clear in a Q&A on his twitch stream that he doesn't need to wrestle again and he's been basically wrestling because he he loves to do it so 
I will say this uh, about I, I think out of the all the current releases that just happened this past week, I think Brizango is my favorite people that got released just because they were so damn entertainment. They were entertaining on New Day levels. Like they yeah. were, they, look, the funny thing is with that. They are the hosts of the 50 greatest tag teams in WWE history, which the last five still hasn't even aired yet. They are milking this list, by the way. I've been watching it faithfully every week. <laughs> and it first did the first 25, and I'm like, all right, next 25. No, 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 no. No, it was the, now it was the next 15. And then it was, all right, now five more. And I'm like, just give me five to one. You're oh my God, what me. are they booking this list like the fiend? But it's just the, gonna drag it out for six years. The list was really it's really well done and it's pretty well thought out. Like and it's everything that you could think of in a tag team. But it's great. But those two are another reason it's great because you have their chemistry, them messing around with all the WWE stuff from the uh, archive. It's really good series. And they're the faces of it. <laughs> now I mean, they're both is, gone. There was a time where they were the only thing worth watching on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Fashion Police? Mm-hmm. Fashion Police, the Fashion Files, yeah. that whole thing. Yep. I mean, it. there was a like a eight-month period where they were pretty much it on SmackDown. Yeah, you're right. That was the one that made the least sense. Like, mm-hmm. And mind you... When Fandango got there, he beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Yes, his first match. Yeah, like... His first match was at WrestleMania against Jericho and won. He had the rocket strapped to him. Well, you know what it was. The Raw after Mania killed his push. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Him coming out and having the match and the entire crowd singing the song. Yeah. And then it continued into the Cena-Mark Henry match. And it continued into the Randy Orton Sheamus match. I mean, then it's the same thing that happened with Dillinger Spears with the ten count. Yeah, it started taking over, Rusev and Day. they featured him less to kill the chance off. Yeah, Zack Ryder, all of them, mm-hmm. all those guys. They had that moment there where they got over, and but not the way the WWE wanted them to get over. So we got to take this away. Yeah, and and that. The only things that stuck, and of were, course, it was Jersey. Yes. Yeah, it was Jersey that killed it. Because <laughs> Jersey well, kills everything that's worth enjoying. I mean, if we're gonna just go out and bury Jersey, they are the armpit of America. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, it, they asked for it ninety nine point nine percent of the times. So it's just a fact. Did you? Yeah. Can you turn your head one more time for us? <laughs> so are you? Pu- you're pointing out the ponytail. Well, I'm definitely not looking at the low-key for president uh, thing. <laughs> I'm looking at what's poking out of your hat. Yes. What is yes. that? Hair? <laughs> Whose? Uh, mine? Why? Thank you. Maybe I'm just a huge Adam Cole mark. <laughs> you just want your wife to like you more than Adam Cole. That's why. Well, that's not going to happen. No, yeah, it's not. That's pretty much it. <laughs> she met Adam Cole... When we were at that one, oh yeah, show I was with we you. She I was know, dumbfounded. She couldn't get a word I out. I got you in the line. Yes, <laughs> clutch. By the and, way, yes. And yes, we were second in line. Mm-hmm. Are you taller and, than uh, Adam Cole? 
Yes, I am taller than Adam Cole. <laughs> yes. It was very weird yes. to walk up to Adam Cole and be looking down and be like this. Jen. Like Jen. Was... <laughs> I love Adam Jen. Cole. That's not a diss, but he is. He's yeah. Those larger than life personalities just aren't Jen larger than Larry. Jen looks him in the eye. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, exactly. So that means he's as tall as me. Yeah, 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 just yeah pretty about, much. Yeah. I could have done this shit. <laughs> We've said this yeah. a thousand, or you've said this a thousand times. I probably could have at this point. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, no, it's uh. Where the hell were we it, at, and how did we get here? Uh, you point out the hair. No, how did we? Yeah, I know, I understand that, and Adam Cole thing. But yeah. where were we? What were we talking? We about? were talking about the releases. Oh man, we, we, we went, went a we long went way. About, we went really we were long. Talking about Fandango uh, yeah. getting his push killed by Jersey. Yeah, just kept kind of going with there. Yeah. But anyway, one release I did want to talk about that I think a lot of people were talking about over a forty-eight hour period, give or take. And that's this Kenise Mobley, who was a comedian, stand-up comedian, and a writer, for a TV writer, that the WWE hired. Which is fine. But, then she goes on a podcast, I think it's called Asian or Not Asian, is the podcast she went on. And then, admitted to not knowing anything about professional wrestling, calling the world champion Bobby Ashley, uh, not knowing... First of all, how to even spell the word heel and misspelling the word heel in wrestling to H E A L as in to heal a wound. Not going to lie, I've done that a couple times too. <laughs> but aside from that, it's just coming out and saying, I know nothing about this and they don't care that I know nothing about this and they're paying me three times what I was making before. It's a completely horrible look. For the WWE, when you well, hire a person like with well, this, that's all they experience. hire, though. I mean, but, let's let's face it; they don't hire is, people that are wrestling fans. Half of these people, no. Uh, 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 I mean, no. Freddie Prince Jr. wrote for Raw. You're going to take the one exception, and he was a huge wrestling fan. All right, but all right. To play devil's advocate the on the wrestling that Randy fan, Orton put his dick in his hand. <laughs> anyway, but you know. No. To, to play devil's advocate on everyone being a, a wrestling fan, I don't agree it should be that either. Because when the fuck do wrestling fans ever know what they really want? And no. I, I, that's the that's the thing. I Yes, I want people that know what the product is. What they are going in there for, what the She's business is. She's only been is. there for like fucking two weeks. No, she was only there for two days. She oh, was okay. hired I got on the, the podcast and then released. Yeah, so I got the two right. So That's ridiculous. So... If I'm WWE, here's what I do. Okay, this person definitely doesn't understand how we operate. It probably was not told to her how we operate, and we haven't background checked it if she even knows the product. Or we did, and we just said, fuck it anyway. So here's what they do. She comes out and she says she doesn't know the product. You fire her. Here's what you should have done. You don't know the product? Okay, we're going to get you to at least show you what the product is, why you should want to work here. Here, we're going to show you the our product. We're not going to make you force you to watch tape and all that shit, but here, we're going to you're going to come to a live show. You're going to see how we operate. We're going to you've been with us for 2 days. I to play devil's advocate here. You're both playing I, the wrong devil. <laughs> I know. Cuz I'm going to squash you both. Here here's the thing. Go ahead. So wrestling writers for Raw Yes. Have been terrible. Obviously. For okay. a long time. Yeah. They might have brought her in specifically because she didn't know the product. 
Wait, wait, wait. Get a different perspective. Knowing the product is a, is a different thing. She was a comedy writer, right? Yes, which is fine. Being a which TV writer not, and being a stand-up comedian. Who is a woman? Yes. The women have... Who is a... Ha- wait, wait. Who is a African-American woman I'm not bringing even, diversity... No, 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 no. Because they need, they need diversity in that writing room so you have someone that's, representing that's them in the fine. writing room. I agree with that. But what I'm saying is that the women's division on Raw especially has been atrocious. Yes. Has been terribly rich. She could have come in and put at least some creativity into the women. Yes. They need that. Yeah. So why not give her a chance... Get her educated on the product and not fire. I don't think that was the problem. One second, Bill. I don't think that was the problem. I think it was exposing the WWE and making... It's all about perception with the WWE. And that the perception that she put off... First of all, you see why people aren't allowed to go on podcasts. You see why they control them so much and so hard for independent podcasts to ever get a WWE superstar. It's because of this right here. It's not a good look that your new hire... It, it looks makes your company look that bad as saying, they're going to pay me triple the amount and told me I don't need to know anything about wrestling. It makes the wrestling company look bad that she's saying that. Now, that they did it, I'm fine with that they hired her. I, I want different minds other than just a wrestling fan. But There's been guys the that have come out and said, I know nothing about wrestling. I'm here because I'm an athlete. Like, there's people that come from all walks of sport. But they're not the ones putting out creative. They just go in their yeah, own machine. The, yeah, they're the performers. They they are, need, all you need to do is be athletic and know what you're doing in the ring. They have to, they're telling a story back there. Okay, and what the hell did her going on a podcast have to do with a story? It's the bad look. That's what it is. And she's brand here's, new, so it's easy to get rid of her. They put three here's, hours here's, roughly a week of bad product, and they're worried about I'm someone not, going out there. Here's... Here's the thing. I'm not defending WWE. WWE projects itself as a globally known brand. If their champion, the face of the company, is not globally recognized by even one of their own writers, it makes them look idiotic. Even though they, we all know they look very idiotic every Monday night. We we yes. get that. You but can the look at their, is, their numbers aren't. Great, like people that are of a certain age and whatnot don't watch wrestling. There's numerous people that don't watch wrestling. Yeah, but that's not just because it's WWE. Look, look at Dynamite is not putting up the I'm greatest not, numbers I'm, either. I'm saying I'm defending her. I'm saying if you don't watch wrestling, what the fuck does it matter at this point? I don't. That's the. Th- I agree. I don't think it matters, and I don't think they all should should know the product inside and out two when day, you're a writer. I get day, that. Two days isn't enough to fire someone over a podcast, over a fucking podcast. Look, they've cut people for a lot more petty shit than that. So I get that. I'm not really surprised. I, I understand that, and I get it. It's a business. Everything's mm-hmm. a business, and that. What? But two days. All right, can we get past this? <laughs> of course we can. Can we get to something of more All right. upbeat? So how about AEW last week? I said upbeat. Come on, man. You can't be that negative about AEW. First of all, that main event, Jungle Boy Kenny Omega, was very, very well done. Very, sus- uh, obviously, suspenseful match because of all the near falls. Yes, but they didn't have me like they had me with a triple threat. Like, I already went into this mm-hmm. knowing that the title isn't changing hands. Like, I knew it. Yeah, like, but I knew that it wasn't because 
They're, you can, Most of the fans in attendance probably knew that as well, but it didn't stop people from investing in the match. Or did it stop you from investing? Could you not invest in the match because of that? I, I could watch the match, and I appreciated the match. It was a good match, but knowing the end spoils like the last five minutes because I'm not jumping just, in. I'm not you jumping just described in. described if, if WWE is not building to a major pay-per-view, you just described 98% of their matches. I'm a, did you I, honestly believe Cesaro was going to beat Roman Reigns? Or? I'm in 100... I, here, here's, here will be my reasoning behind that. I'm on 100% agreeance with you on that concept alone of predictability in big matches and why you're not as invested because the element of surprise is pretty much at an all-time low for wrestling. I mean, we are older, so I attribute that to it, like watching it for so long and being 30-something years old. Mm -hmm. Like, I attribute that to kind of seeing it before. Like, we've seen almost everything there is to see in wrestling, so you're just like, all right, well, I know. Now we're kind of just going through the motions as fans, which is a problem in itself. True. Yeah, 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 true. Because there should be an element of surprise still in wrestling. That's, like, almost the biggest fun in wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not so much the the uh, the matches, the big time matches. It's like the surprises. Yeah. The the only thing that I've watched within the past couple of years that not including major pay per views where it's obvious there's a chance of a title change that has actually kept me on the edge of my seat repeatedly for every match they put on was every match that Walter has defended his title. So. Yeah, every, every match that Walter has defended his title, just about. Dragunov, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne. I mean, those I types of matches, I can't speak you to can legitimately I believe. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. He he always has the big match feel. Uh, and even though, like, like we said, he may go up against guys where you think, oh man, he's going to kill this guy. But doesn't matter there's, whether you think he's going to win or lose. But here's the thing. There's always a build for his matches. There's always, like, something. True. I mean, for what we were talking about, the Kenny Omega Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy match. Yeah. And the one that you compared it to, the Cesaro and Roman. I agree with you that I didn't, I didn't think Cesaro was going to win. I didn't think. There might have been a .01% chance. That I hoped that he was going to win, but I knew he wasn't. The difference between the two of why I can watch one and I think it's better than the other is that I like Roman. I like Cesaro. I like Jungle Boy for the most part. I don't care for Omega. I don't care for Omega's character. I don't. And we've already. I'm beating a dead horse at this point. I don't think he's entertaining. He might be good in the ring, but I know that once he steps out of that ring, I'm going to just completely turn him off. And I do that. I, I, if he's speaking and doing promos, turn it off. He's not good. And I do the same thing now with the Young Bucks because they're not good at this character that they're doing. And that's my opinion. There's people that absolutely are, love it. That absolutely love it. And that's yeah. fine. That's great. I, I don't care if you love it or hate it. That as long as you are watching, that's fine. I mean, I just theoretically, don't. let's be honest. Jungle Boy was the real winner. Yeah, I yeah know. absolutely. We, we saw yeah, the yeah. pictures, and Twitter's <laughs> annoying. Twitter's annoying in that sense too, of where everyone's just stealing the pictures and be like, "Oh my god, yay! Oh my god, yes! I love it! Yes, queen! Yes, king!" 
I hate social media and this generation, but I will save that for our other show, yada, 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 and you're going to want to tune into that Cheap next plug. week. Cheap plug. But it's just that... I think that's part of it, why wrestling, mainstream wrestling, I just I just have toned out and I've tuned. It's just that the, the constant bickering between AEW and WWE, look, neither one of you are lighting the world on fire. Neither one of you are that good. It's like saying, who's the prettiest turd right now? Like, neither one of you are doing something that's unbelievable and pulling in these miraculous numbers and you're doing something great or different. Like we said that, Oh, so this was going to be a different, an alternative. AEW was the change that was promised. ROH was the change that was delivered. We were promised change. We got nothing. We got a cheap knockoff version of WWE. And not even good WWE. I mean, they've run the same thing three times now. The stadium stampede. Yeah, but at least it's... It, it, even though they're running it, first of all, it's twice. But at well, least there was so long it felt like three. Yeah, it's at least it's it's different. It's something that WWE hasn't done. I mean, they've done yeah, cinematic? you have the empty. Uh, no, I'm not saying cinematic. Uh, they've done the empty arena match with Rock and Mankind. But other than that, Stadium Stampede, the way they've done these last two, they're especially fighting. In, this they're last just one, fighting in different parts of the the, uh, stadium. the stadium. Yeah, that's exactly what. WWE I mean, did for Money in the Bank last year. They did Edge versus Randy that way. Yeah. And they did it better. <sighs> oh, well, Edge versus Randy, of course. I mean... Well, that's uh, yeah. what I'm saying. There's The stories are still better in WWE, albeit there's a lot that are bad. But, I mean, we didn't really get anything that's different. I mean, we got a company crossover that was kind of like a park crossover. Like, it would have been... It would have been nice by now to know if they were going to actually commit to this. Like, they they ran three shows on Saturday night as a feeler for their Saturday night rampage. Friday night. Friday night rampage. They ran three test runs on Friday night because of the because NBA of the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. They did shitty numbers, but they're still going to go out with it. Like, I mean, wouldn't it have been just as good to run maybe this cross-promotional angle for three to four weeks? Where it was like you would get a good mesh of oh oh you mean on we it, have with impact like four or five yeah impact okay. actually came over to AEW yeah. and it wasn't just the Good Brothers yeah like I feel like that's the crossover that we should have gotten like we should have got it going both ways and we got Omega going over there to so take... rebooking the invasion angle yeah if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah no not even running an invasion angle just. Hey, look, if you want to be progressive and whatnot, look, we're coming out. We're challenging you guys, and not an, an angle, just we want your best. We'll put out our best and kind of run a couple-month-long thing where it leads to a big pay-per-view, and it's a big clash of a pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, doesn't that sound better than just sending Omega over there to win the Impact title and then defend it and probably win it again against Sammy Callahan? Or if Callahan wins it, what does he become like VP of Impact or something? Because wasn't he fired by Callis? Who? Who was fired Callahan. by Callis? Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. but then he was reinstated because Callis got fired, I believe. By Tommy. Tommy yeah. Dreamer is the new. So instead of mucking it up and WWEing the shit out of it and making it confusing, doesn't mine sound just a little bit better? 
A little bit, yeah. It doesn't sound yeah. a little bit better where they go toe-to-toe and actually... I could put five chimps in a room with a typewriter and come out with better writing than Raw in most cases. So book, rebooking things is only so impressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I get it. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but... I mean, isn't that why you pay these writers to not make that first mistake? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or you don't. Or they've you... made first, second, third. I could keep counting, but I'd run I... out of fingers and toes mistakes. I mean, it sucks because I want to keep current with mainstream wrestling, but it cuts into my independent. I really should just flip that and just watch independent wrestling and just. Dude, you can watch a nine minute video of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I know. And, and I still try to. And you won't miss in. anything. Like tonight, there's a show called By Camp Leapfrog called Killian Vision. Yes. At 10 o'clock at on WTV. Yeah. I think I'm going to try and watch that because I haven't gotten a good independent wrestling fix in a while. Like, I haven't watched a full show in a while. And I feel like it will take my. Like, it'll get me re. Because right now, I'm like kind of in limbo with like everything. Once the Sixers ended, I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm waiting for wrestling to pick me back up and be like, get me reinvested. And it hasn't done it. I think it will, though. I think it will. I think, I think the fa- fans back will do it. The fans coming back, I think, every, I think the gear shifts. Because WWE, you have Money in the Bank, which I love. I do love Money in the Bank. Didn't like it so much last year, but that's not their fault. And then they got SummerSlam, yeah. which, I mean, you're going back-to-back really good. AEW, I think with the fans back, I think it will get better. If they, I mean... The, they have the right people highlighted. Like, Eddie Kingston, really, really good. I love Orange Cassidy, obviously. Their women's division is starting to pick up, like, really, really well. I think Britt Baker finally winning. I think that was good for them because I think she should have won it a while ago. Yeah, I agree. Like, there are a lot of good things. Like, right now, I do not like Matt Hardy Christian. I just don't. Like, I'm getting to the point of where I think Matt Hardy is trying to do too much where he should be doing a lot less. And I didn't think I'd be saying that about Matt Hardy, but he's running just—he's running the same version of different versions of himself. The problem—the problem with that is Jericho said it himself. With all this happening and all the signings, we're not going to give you the same WWE matches that you saw twenty times in WWE. But you're giving us Christian and. And Matt Hardy. Yeah, well, we saw it 20 times in TNA. I mean, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Well, we also saw it 20 times in WWE. Yeah, just maybe not (laughs) in singles, but, I mean, still, same. Like, I don't know. I I love Christian. I love Matt Hardy. I don't want them to... I I don't... I really could care less to see them against each other. Big Money Matt, as a manager, just stay as a manager. Yes. Just stay as a manager and, and elevate Private Party and the other... Tag team. I always forget their name. The guys that dry, uh, dress in the lime green and black. Oh man, T, uh, I'll never get hired for AEW. TH, TH2, THC. T, no, we're gonna no, go with don't THC. Do that. No, we're not gonna go with that. I think it's TH2. Am I wrong, Bill? I I, I cannot remember their. There th- you go. Think, Me yeah. and Bill can't write. No, we don't know the products. I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right. I Larry, my that. Larry's got the best. I know shot. more about the THC product than there I know about go. the AEW product. There we go. Let's write about that. Coming soon. Sponsored. The next show, THC. Sponsored by Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Hey, speaking of Matt Riddle. I'm the king of the Segway. Actually, we could get RVD's rolling papers to uh, 
Yes. To, to sponsor. And actually, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, is he going to pull it out? I hope so. Uh, this was the, all for uh, nothing. RVD. There it is. Rolling papers. <laughs> Back it up right off here. the camera a little Back bit. Back up a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. The RVD 420 rolling papers. There you go. 32 longs. King slim size. <laughs> Uh, where do I go? Sponsored. <laughs> where, where do I go after that? Go to the go to the moon. Go go to the backyard and roll one up. <laughs> All right. I wasn't expecting it to take that kind of turn. You were gonna say, speaking of Matt Riddle, I did. Yeah, speaking started, of Matt Riddle, and we we went off in a tangent on weed. Yeah. So it was kind of on topic. It was on topic. I'll give it that. Matt Riddle last night on Raw took the place of a Randy Orton in this triple threat match to. The last chance to get into the Money in the Bank match. AJ with Riddle and and now Holy God and McIntyre who actually won the match. Uh, holy God is right. <laughs> holy God, 30 minutes man. long. They gave them the time. The match itself was really good. The storytelling in it was very good because you didn't want to... You were going to beat Matt Riddle. At least you made him look tough. You made him leave, come back. It builds that character with him more. Uh, but I don't want McIntyre in this match. I really don't. And, like, I, I think I'm done with McIntyre. I've said this over the last month or so. I've got my don't... Kenny Omega syndrome. Oh, it, but it, that's the thing. He's a hell of a lot more talented than Kenny Omega is. It's not that. Woo! It's just... That's going to get the people pissed off. <laughs> it, it's just that. Woo! I think his time as champion is done. I think he move on to something different. I don't need him in the title. I don't see title. how you have AJ Styles. <laughs> Was he saying you're fired or you're fired? What's the meth? What's the me what's the what's the metaphor here? <coughs> what were you saying? What? What were you just saying? He's fi you're fired. <coughs> before that, you're on fire. Yeah, no, bef yeah, before he put the fire up, you started to say something, and then you got lost. Oh, how do you have AJ Styles to potentially get into a ladder match and not fulfill that? Like, come on now. Styles should be in a ladder match. I agree. Styles should be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Styles is like your workhorse. Like Styles could be put in any match and make it that much better. Not so much. I mean, he's. I'm kind of fucking biased here because he's the same as Omega. I don't. I'm not invested in a in an AJ Styles promo, but yeah. I like him that much better as a wrestler and in ring. I think. I don't know. There's just something. That I like about AJ Styles, maybe because I've watched him longer than Omega. If you if you reversed AJ Styles and Kenny Omega right now and switched, I would still be more invested in AJ Styles as are AEW, you sure as AEW champion? If if Kenny Omega was wrestling the same the same way as AJ Styles is now, because it's a cookie cutter system, you're, he's not that much different. Like he has his. Signature moves, but for the most part, he wrestles cookie cutter just like the rest of the WWE. If Kenny Omega comes in and all he adds is the V trigger, the, like, and he adds these different things and then just wrestles himself, I think you're liking Omega because I don't just, think he's talking like, there. I don't think he's trying. I don't think I think him being him having creative freedom and him, yeah, I don't think that's good for him. That's what I'm saying. So if he was in the AJ Styles role, you actually... I might. I don't know. I couldn't say that. But I still think I would like AJ Styles as AEW champion more than Kenny Omega. 
Because I, I like AJ Styles' personality better than Omega's. I, I got to jump in here. For, mm-hmm. for sure, why not? Just stop sitting back on your ass. <laughs> well, I, I was muted. That's why. I was saying Did you mute things. yourself? Oh, okay. And I was saying hot take with the lighter. <laughs> and then I realized I've been muted because Jen got a phone call. <laughs> so... Have another I, I've been, uh, I've been talking for like, pager. I've been talking for like three minutes and didn't even realize. Oh, um, okay. No, neither but, do we. So the, the video's going to be cool because we're talking to each other, and now when we watch this, you're going to see Bill mouth moving the whole time, but we can't hear a word oh, you're saying. Oh, I'm dubbing over it. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so dubbing over that. What, so one bad. Thing I did want to interject is maybe AJ Styles didn't want to be in the ladder match because he's, he's reaching towards the end of his career. He didn't want to risk... Yeah, you know, or they just been they, saying that he's been trying to like lessen as much, and that's partially why Omos was involved. I don't think you can lessen during a like. Let's face it, this is their fifth biggest pay per view of the year. This is what they dubbed their fifth biggest pay per view. I don't think you can lessen at that time. Like you can lessen towards like Hell in a Cell, lessen towards tables, ladders, and chairs, elimination, elimination chamber, chamber yeah. even. But I mean, if you're gonna put I get it. McIntyre, Styles, you could both arguably put them in the title picture at any point in time. But I think Styles edges out uh, McIntyre in interest when it comes to a ladder match. Yeah, well, the more athletic, the one he's able to fly. I mean, the f- phenomenal forearm, like. Yeah, of course he's. Ma- I think he puts together a-, a better match though than McIntyre. Ah. Uh, I mean, yes, yes and no. Like, McIntyre, when you put a Sheamus McIntyre in and just let them go, I'll watch, I could watch an Iron Man match, although they'd be dead by the way that style is. But I, I think McIntyre has it. It's just, again, like I said, I think he's just getting stale. And I think it, they're just some different storyline. Give me something new. He might just be getting overexposed. Yeah, I mean, he's, exactly. He's, he's been against Bobby Lashley for, what, the past five pay-per-views, six pay-per-views? Yeah. Yeah, uh, t- and the best one was with Strowman, and they let him go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like immediately after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it was great, great showing. Like this, this is like championship caliber wrestling from you. But we get, we got a future yeah. endeavor. Yeah, yeah. Better luck. Did next you see time. what he looks like now? By the way. Yes, I no. saw his Instagram his post. Beard off. He yeah. shaved his beard off. Yeah, Compl- he clean shaven, completely gone. So he looks like he Otis. Lo- he looks. 50 years old. Yeah. Oh, he's haggard. Or is yeah. he just 50 years old? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, he's not 50. He's got to be over our age, you think? Uh, yeah, uh, he is. He's what? He, he's over our age. Is he in 40? He I, is... He must be like 38. 37. I was going to say 37. <laughs> okay. So he, yeah, he, so not he that shaved older. his beard and he looks like George the Animal Steel. <laughs> Maybe that's just going to be his new gimmick wherever he wrestles. He's going to be the son of George I don't think the he's Animal. doing wrestling anymore. He said that he was trying to explore other avenues. Hmm, good for him. Maybe he's going to go on Ocean Avenue. And look, and maybe he actually or Electric keeps Avenue. his word and really doesn't wrestle for anyone except Vince McMahon. Braun had to walk down to Electric Avenue. This show is officially a throwback because we now have Joe 
what, what, again. what was that about taking higher? Do, do I need to break out the RVD rolling tables again? <laughs> no, next time you, last time you did that, you muted yourself and you didn't know. Yeah, true. I because I used the papers. I know. I, I, I'm, I think, well aware of that fact. I think that was already implied at this point. Oh, we have anything else? Did we have anything to begin with? Not really. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> the, like the I said, we were gonna pull it, it out of our ass. It got to the point where you guys had nothing enough that you reached out to bring me on. Yeah, exactly. To include on the nothing that you guys started with. Well, I mean, we like to think of it as we had this perfectly planned and we were going to bring you on. We were being nice and he fucking turns it back on us and says, we just called him because we had nothing. It's not wrong. I mean, yeah, he's kind of right, but we needed something to add to our nothing. Granted, that's we needed not more really nothing. a bad thing because you guys now have a podcast about nothing. Yada that's true. yada yada. That's true. Thank that's you cool. for the thank no, you for I'm the plug. Actually, be <laughs> might be fairly successful. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, we haven't addressed this on on our show because we always have people on. So we started another podcast. It is yada yada yada, a show about nothing. And of course, me and Joe are your hosts, but we have another host. Our buddy Derek Fuller joins us, and literally are talking about nothing. It is a show about nothing. You're not making this up. I like to think of it as if Seinfeld were continued today, those are the topics that they would probably... Like, it would be something like that. Yeah, something in an episode. So, look, if you like Seinfeld, even if you didn't like Seinfeld, you just want to hear something about everyday life that you may find interesting, or you might have an opinion that's different from mine or Larry's or Derek's. Yes. Uh, definitely join us. It's definitely it's, not mine. Though. You're going to have the same opinion as me and not them because I am the voice of reason. So so when yeah. are we doing the special episode where you guys show me my first episode of Seinfeld? What? Oh, man. You haven't seen an episode? You said you did. I think I've seen a couple parts of episodes. Oh, man. Here I'm there. not doing no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, you... you no, I, I don't, I'm speechless. I'm not going to... No, no. I'm not going to bring you on the show to show you an episode of Seinfeld. <sighs> All right. So anyway, to the point. Let me drop my phone. If you if you want to join us, if you like our content here, you want to check us out there. It's at Yada Yada Show on Twitter. Same thing on Facebook. We are on YouTube. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, working on iTunes, of course. Apple being difficult endlessly. We're not ready. Is not ready yet. So uh, that hopefully within the coming days it will be on there. So our first episode is up. Check that out. Uh, linktree.com slash yada yada show as well. All the links are there. Facebook, Twitter, all the ways you can listen and watch on YouTube. And don't forget, if you watch us there, like, subscribe, leave a rating, just like you're going to do after you're done watching and listening to this show and help us out. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Maybe this wasn't the best show to do that because maybe they won't go on and like and subscribe. <laughs> if that's Take the it. case, do the opposite of what you're about to do for this show and like and subscribe. Take a look at our back catalog and then like and subscribe. So we hope you enjoyed your so- the show. The show. And that definitely means I am definitely done. So thank you so much and we hope to talk to Larry's you soon. Larry's using the papers too. <laughs> Everyone enjoy the show.